Wait, family, subscribe to this podcast. I'm available on most major platforms, and this is how you get notifications for my latest episode. It's the Said G Podcast Show. Hood, social politics. Factual facts. The hood meets society. Kicking social matters. It's the Said G Podcast Show. Welcome to the Said G Podcast Show. Coming live from Detroit, Michigan. Salute to my hometown, Detroit. What up, though, to Six Mile, my number one audience in Michigan. Check out my last episode, Malcolm and Martin, our black messiahs. This episode is called Wanna Be G's. And I talk about how people will spend a lifetime dreaming about being the main man in the hood. It's the CNG Podcast Show. Tell a friend, share this episode, click that subscribe button. New YouTube channel, Neighborhood Stock Trader. As I highlight financial professionals and show you how to gain financial freedom, subscribe to the channel as we build a network of investors and entrepreneurs. I want to see you win and I want to help you make money, family. One love. It's that time in the show again, where I give a salute to the audience. Salute to British Columbia, Ontario, and Quebec, Canada. I appreciate you guys. If you want to make a contribution to this show by making a donation, just click the support link. One love, family. Welcome back to the CG Podcast Show. And I really want to thank you, family, for joining me for this episode. Wanna be cheese. You know, when I came up with this title, I thought it was kind of funny. And then once I put out the artwork for this episode, it made it even a little bit more funnier. And it does have a funny connotation to it, but is also some serious elements to it. It just amazes me how people would spend a lifetime wanting to be a G, wanting to be a shot caller, wanting to be the big baller in the hood, wanting to get their shine on, wanting to be the main attraction, wanting to be the one that get all the attention, the one that just want to be the mastermind behind the operation. And a lot of times these images may come across as powerful. There was one story that made me really look more into this because it was this older gentleman and I've been knowing him for a long time, but I never really just looked at him. I just respected him as an older person 
uh, an older elder. And that's basically how I looked at him. But he always came off kind of tough. And I just took it as face value because that's the image he was projecting. And like I said, I never really just looked into him as a person. So just taking it as face value, I wasn't around the guy. I couldn't see, visually see, nor was I hearing rumors or anything like that about this image this guy is projecting. And it was always this powerful, I'm plugged into the mafia type of mentality and attitude. <clears throat> and once I got older, I really started looking at the guy and I had to sit back and wonder why, you know, what's, what's, what are you getting out of this, you know? And come to find out this guy has never ran the streets like that. He basically grew up in the neighborhood with shot callers and ballers. He knew them and grew up with them, but he technically never was out there on the streets with them. He just know them. They may even have his back because, you know, some neighborhoods you grow up in, up in you sort of become family-like with some of the people in the neighborhood. And then maybe in one of those cases, they may even have your back. But at the same time, he wasn't out there grinding with these guys. He wasn't out there taking the all these high risk um, things to do to get their hustle on. And this person, particular person never did that. He just took the image of these people and somehow twisted it into his lifestyle or his life. So when he come around us, he project the image of those other guys. And I sat back and said, why? I mean, what's the significance? Like, what are you getting out of that? And this guy been doing this for years on top of years on top of years. I say, here's another case of these guys. This guy actually went to college and everything, educated, uh, got out of college and even had some small business, doing owned some businesses, but he always worked, never really ran the streets, never been in jail or any of these things. But yet, he still wanted to be this boss in the hood. He still wants to have that attitude. He never got his shine on like that. It was another case of this other guy, uh, knowing the guy since he was like a teenager. So it was other guys out there on the streets who were getting their shine on, was the main attraction, and he was enthusiastic about that. So he sort of started following them, or he, uh, one guy in particular, he was following, he started emulating this guy. You know, he basically took this guy's style, you know, um, but that was um, 20 years ago, probably. I know it's about that long, between 20, 21 years ago. And you come back around here now, this same guy that was following behind these guys still walking around looking like he's trying to be the man. Now, this guy is about 40 years old, so he spent the better part of his life trying to be the man. And when you see him, he looks like... Uh, Looks like he's trying to be a baller. And I'm like, you know, and he's still chasing behind women that the other guy used to date. Doing that right now today. I say, nah, here's another case of a guy who spent a lifetime trying to be the man in the hood and never would get there. It's never going to get there. I mean, just sitting there, just wasting your time, wasting your life just so you can try to be the main attraction. That's interesting.
I mean, you just really think about it. How many of you guys out there know people that's like that? That would spend a lifetime trying to be the man in the hood. That's incredible. And I really didn't notice that until this last guy I was just talking about. Uh, somebody actually called and told me that he was dating this other woman. I was like, what? You mean literally tell me this guy is still chasing that? He'll never get there. I mean, he just looks stupid. He looks like a clown, you ask me. Here's a grown man that spent the better part of 20 years trying to project the image of being the man. And you know, I always like to look up stuff, so I just want to give out the definition of a wannabe, a person who tries to be like someone else or to fit in with a particular group or people, a group of people. Expiring, this is the adjective um, version definition aspiration or wanting to be a specific specified type of person so this is the definition of a wannabe a person who tried to be like someone else that's what it is and you know there's a lot of um images out there that can be influential i believe at least during the cocaine era era uh, scarface is one of those movies i thought it by uh, looking at it from a theatrical standpoint, it's probably one of the best movies ever made, but it's not a movie that's of great uh, positivity. It's not, it's, it's, it's too influence you in the wrong direction. So it's just one of those movies and people wanted to be like Scarface, you know, especially the earlier cocaine dealers and that type of thing. So, you know, there's some things out there that can uh, influence people to want to be in those powering positions. But Scarface don't live in the hood, you know? And a lot of younger people, uh, they may not know about Scarface. Like the, the, the kids that came behind us, they don't know about the people who's the, uh, the major bosses or the bosses or the main mans in the hood, they didn't see those guys. So they came up seeing us. So to us, we was like the men to them, you know? So, uh, but I never um, looked at people and wanted to be like that. I never, and people don't understand once you get involved in that, it's like making a contract with the devil, you know? And people line up to make a contract, contract with the devil. The streets don't have no love like that with people are quick to want to love the streets. You know, it's an attitude in some people, they just built into that. You know, it's so many people that just want to be G's, like literally. Or you got people who used to be a G and they just can't let it go. You know, they spend a, la a lifetime trying to live what they used to be. You know, it's incredible. I can't see it. I can't see me wasting my life trying to be something I'm not that I never will achieve. I never will be a trendsetter. I never would be uh, influential like that. <clears throat> you know, to be a good leader, you have to be a good follower. And it's all about what are you following? What's the, um, the, the person you're following, what they're all about. You know? So you can lead somebody to the uh you can lead somebody thirsty to the river but you can't make them drink so you gotta want to drink that good water 
But unfortunately, there's so many people that try to follow that, that gangster trend, that gangster lifestyle, that gangster image. I want to be that guy. And it's really a one-way ticket to nowhere. That's a fact. It is everywhere too, man. <laughs> it's even in the churches and you know, I've seen pastors getting the pulpit, you know, I used to be like this, I used to be like that, you know. And some of those guys, they just can't let it go, you know, because those churches be having a lot of drama in there, you know. So it's, it's people, not even the pastors, you can be a deacon. I, I've seen deacons like that, you know. I've seen people go to churches like that, and there's already uh, enough problems with that because People can be on some racist stuff and come up in your church and shoot it up. That's a fact. I mean, it's done happen. It's, that's not the only time um, people attack churches. But I thought it was funny, though. Like, man, it's just incredible, man. You know, uh, that's why I like that song, Me Too. I need to play that song on this episode right here because... It's like a competition with people if you're talking to them and I sold the most dope or you sold the most dope or we we had the most crazy ghetto gangster story over here. If I say I flipped a pound of marijuana, you flip 10 pounds of marijuana, you know. It's incredible how we line up to sign up to be a G. That's incredible. And then we sit back and complain about racism. We complain about everything across the board and rightfully so, some things need to be complained about because we've dealt with these issues for so hundreds of years, you know, so we got to keep that fight going on, but it's not enough of us lining up for that fight. It's not enough of us uh, in, in executive roles that can be influential to the wannabe G's. Do I consider myself a G? <laughs> no way, Jose. No way, Jose. I'm totally 100% retired from the streets and I'm thankful for that today. OG, maybe that. Maybe that, you know. Uh, I think I'm a legend on certain levels uh, when it comes to the streets. I believe that I was influential on certain levels and so is a whole bunch of other people. There's a whole bunch of other people that's influential because we all signed up to be a G. We all signed up to be a G. That's incredible. And we need to stop that trend, that's for sure. It is a one way ticket to nowhere. It's the Say G podcast show, Wanna Be Cheese. We're gonna talk about these wanna be G's when we go to work and you think you're supposed to be going there to try to get you a check and you can go home, take care of your family. You know, it's people on these jobs that make it extremely difficult for you to do that. Be right back, family. You guys can follow me on social media like Facebook at Sedg Podcast Show. Catch me on IG at Sedg Pod. Or on Twitter at Mr. 911. That's M I S T A 911. My YouTube page is consistently growing, and you guys can go subscribe to CG Podcast Show right there on YouTube. Appreciate you, family.
Blakeney with Elevated Wealth Group out of Orlando, Florida, and I am a financial educational coach. I love to help people learn how money works and the three rules of money. Learn the rules, understand the rules, apply the rules, and take action. By doing so, I have taught people to save thousands of dollars for their financial future. My motto is, financial fitness is a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it becomes. Contact Cheryl at 321-277-1724 or email blakeney.wfg at gmail.com. to the said G podcast show. Wanna be G's. That's an interesting topic. And that's one of the things I like to do. I like to spread the message of trying to get young people not to go that route because it's just a one-way ticket to nowhere. You know, it's just like the trap. You one way in, one way out, you know. It's high risk, high reward. But I'd rather take my chances on high rewards on something else. And most people who really went through the pressure with that stuff, you know, they try to stay away from that identity as much as possible. Like, really, um, some people, but some people can never shake that. And when you walk around with that type of connotation, you already been through the dirt, as they say, or get it out the mud, you know and you still go back that route, you deserve what comes to you because you consistently inviting that spirit to come around you. And me, myself, uh, I've been around that street gangsterism type of mentality and I I didn't like it then, I I don't like it now and I hate that I ever got affiliated with that. And I try to stay away from that identity as much as possible. You know, why would I go beating the same drum and it it didn't get me to nowhere the first time I was beating drums beating the drum and I think I'm blessed to even sit here and be able to tell my story and to tell um, talk to you guys about a bunch of educating stuff that you know that affected my community and this is one of the things that affects my community you know and if you guys are into um, street stories uh, you know there's a lot of people out there that's enthusiastic about mafia stories street mafia stories black mafia stories uh i got my youtube channel it's called cg podcast show uh you guys can go over there while i tell street stories street tales and they're kind of interesting so you want to subscribe to that channel there and i also got my new youtube channel where we having financial professionals on there you know trying to show people how to gain financial freedom freedom you know i coach people on how to trade stocks so uh subscribe to that channel so it's going on got a lot of stuff going on just gonna keep it moving and keep building uh going through the process you know and i never really knew people was into street stuff like that or the wannabe g's as i call it until i moved outside of my neighborhood but before that, you know, I would just go places and just visit. Uh, I knew L.A. was off the chain. Chicago was off the chain in New York. And we know um, back in the days, in the earlier days of the crack era, Miami 
was off the chain, you know. And I had a cousin. He was he's from Alabama. He was down there moving a lot of work down there. And he ended up getting knocked and had to do a lot of time in the feds. But again, I'm just down there just visiting. But once I moved out of town, I'm no longer in the streets. I can't hustle in the streets. I got I got to go get a job. So when I went and got a job, I didn't realize everybody on the job was a G. You know, that was incredible. I'm talking about everybody. Like everybody in here moved pounds of marijuana. Everybody in here sold tons of cocaine. They got the shipment coming in from Colombia. Uh, they dealing with all the cartels down there in Mexico. I just couldn't believe it. You know, and I was like, you know, I know I just left this lifestyle. I mean, this is some treacherous stuff. Like, why would y'all be, you know, it was interesting. And that, that's when I started realizing how much this just really affected my community across the board. It really didn't matter what city you come from. It didn't matter whether you was from down south or the Midwest or, you know, that stuff people into. I'm from the West Coast and all this. It, it, it affects all of us, you know. Even with the game banger, you know, with certain levels of game bangers where they will consider you a wannabe. You know, they're just doing too much trying to be accepted. You know, I had one job in particular, man. The supervisor on there, he swear he's just gonna come up there and just slap people with his gun. This guy has never ran the streets. He was just entirely too loud. And I just, I used to tell people on that job, that guy is too loud. He's not about to do anything. But he had people shaking on that job. And all the time, he really just trying to get you fired off this job. That's why I call this the gangster supervisors. You know, this is every day. Then the manager on that job, man, this guy, whew, man. He actually did some time in prison uh, for murder. Uh, he did a long time in prison. He, when he got out of prison, he still had that prison mentality. But everybody on the job is young. And he trying to fit in with that that crowd and all that. And he brought that connotation to work every day. I mean, this guy made you want to bust his head open. You know, everybody on the job is thugged out, gangstered out. Everybody sold all this dope. And I say, why? Why? I got people right now riding around trying to check my street credibility. I don't have no street credibility, you know. And that's the thing about your genius because people real real recognize real and you shouldn't have to spend the rest of the life trying to prove that you a g people should recognize that and they give off the respect and one of the main reasons why they give off the respect respect because you have to give the respect that's what i do i give out the respect that way i receive a lot of respect you know so People respect what I've been through and I was not never put in a position where I had to snitch on people or, you know, I wasn't in and out of the prison system. I was just totally retired out of the streets and people accepted that and they respect that. So when they approach me, they approach me as an OG, even though I don't claim to be an OG. I don't claim this, this, that X, Y and Z. Cause I don't have to at this stage in my life. That's beyond me. I'm on a whole nother level with this. And whoever I can bring with me, I'm all down for that. You know, but we do have an assembly line of people that want to be G's. And I say, why? I mean, what are you getting out of that? 
Like literally. It's not building you no retirement. It's not paying for your life insurance. You know, there's guys out there that flipping all kind of money, but they don't even have life insurance. They won't even spend $20 a month on life insurance. And once, you know, things happen, you know, then the family got to take donations and all that, which is not a problem, but still, you know, why put the burden on your family? I have life insurance. And when I was running the streets, I didn't have it. That's why I had to make this episode right here. Want to be G's. <laughs> What's the significance? I mean, what are we getting out of this? You know, I'm not, I I, I advise sign, uh, against signing that contract right there. We need to create a new contract for our young people to sign. You know, want to be E's, want to be executives. It's the Say G podcast show. Want to be G's. <laughs>